not underestimate the power of PlayStation. You did it. You sure did. Good job, everybody. Great work, everybody. You know uh, why we're excited, right? Because it's, I don't, I don't know. Because it's a weekday. It's I don't the five hundred and first episode. That's true. Woo! Aspian. What a road. Yes. Last yes, week yes. was insane. Now five hundred one. Yeah. Okay, let's just address this. Let's just get right into this. Uh, first, first things first. I'm Max Scoville. This is Brian Altano. Beyond. Jonathan Dornbush. Charmed, I'm sure. And Marty Sleva. <laughs> what? Now, if you're watching Beyond. Or listening to it or whatever. The point is, go to YouTube.com slash IGN Beyond and just go subscribe to that channel. We go in there. We go in the comments. We get in little fights. It's a grand time, and we'd love it if you join us there. Sometimes we put up funny videos, like the, the likes of which you've never seen. Anyway, let's get down to <laughs> housekeeping and business and what have you. This is episode 501. Yes. Mm. We had a huge, spectacular 500th episode last week that we didn't even record. It was so good. It was so yeah. great. Yeah. So, so full disclosure, usually on the hundreds, we do something big. 400, we had a house party here in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, 300, we did a live one in the office. Um, but just the timing of 500 was the literal worst because it fell right in between E3 and Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so instead of sort of cobble something together half-assed, uh, we are going to save 500 slash the yeah. 10th anniversary of Beyond uh, for early September at PAX yeah. in Seattle. PAX is a thing. It's a big video game convention. If you go to conventions, you should go to it. It's yep. fun. It's a grand old time. And it's not just like, hey, book tickets to the most expensive city in America yep. to stay there. For one thing, so if you are going to PAX, Seattle and you can have a or if you live in the Seattle area, yeah. we're going to do a non-PAX related giant beyond 500 10th year anniversary party that Sweet. we are That's true. Playing. We also yeah. wanted to give you guys enough heads up time to get over there, yeah. get tickets. Yeah, come uh, on. If you live far, you can start walking or swimming now and you'll get there sure. by then. Yeah, if we, if it's we, on the mighty Puget Sound, so yeah. you can Ooh. get there by schooner. Puget. Yeah. Um, no, if we were going to do it exactly on when the 500th episode should have been, which is last week, it was the 3rd of July, so that would have been bad for anybody trying to travel. There Very patriotic, a huge, I went to huge a wedding on the 3rd explosion. of July once. It's just the oh, worst. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. Also, can we talk about weddings? No. no. It's a no. PlayStation podcast. What's wrong with you? Let's talk about Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see, you, we'll see you guys then in the, yeah. in, 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 in the fall. Keep, yeah, yeah. Jonathan, uh, yes. I heard on the internet that you reviewed Crash Bandicoot and you did it bad and it wasn't yeah. a good review. <laughs> I don't know. Games you, are hard. Yeah. I don't know how to play them. But I, you only, gotta, you, I only beat all three of them. Yeah, and, and you earned a hat. I did. I er, if you beat all three games, you win this hat. Starting ah, full disclosure, money hat, true hat. After Starting, yeah, yes, after this. saying that it was a good game, you were given a really they, very flattering hat. They are totally separate. <laughs> <laughs> they sent the you the hat before not, you reviewed it. It was and a it did not affect your score. That sent me the hat. I'm going to tell you something lids. I've never yes. told anyone. That Crash Bandicoot hat actually looks good on you. Thank you. That's a weird sentence. I haven't worn a hat in about seven years, so I appreciate that. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, the last it's Crash game was probably seven, seven years. years ago. They say yeah. riding a bicycle is a lot like wearing a hat. hat. Skip right back on. Anyway, okay, so let's talk about Crash. You like Crash. Uh, yes, yeah, so I reviewed it. I uh, gave it an 8.5. You can read the full thing on IGN.com. Uh, I, yeah, I had a really great time with the trilogy as a whole. One is the one example that doesn't hold up as well, mm-hmm. uh, just because it was sort of... They were technically limited at the time, yeah. and Vicarious Visions, who did the remake for all three, didn't want to mess with what was there. So you still get sort of... It is harder... The uh, moveset is limited uh, to what he can do. The jumps are obviously more difficult. Um, but two and three, for me, really held up. I yeah. think that's um, important to take note of, because we sort of always delve in that weird area between should something be fully remade, should something be uh, ported in, you know, completely with integrity. Yeah. Um, we talked recently about Shadow the, the Shadow of the Process, process yeah. Yeah. and avoiding the sort of like George Lucas syndrome of like adding too much, taking away too much, kind of yeah. missing the magic of it. Uh, so I think it's... Crash Bandicoot falls in a weird... Well, he falls in a lot of pits, but he falls in a weird, <laughs> yeah. interesting time in terms of like 3D mascot platforming games. Yes, because sure. the first one doesn't technically feel like a 3D game. No, it's I mean, very it much is, a, right. It is, but it's very much the linear. Yes. instead of side to side, it is front to back. So yeah. you're going forward or towards the screen. It's not uh, even like a sort of like a Gex or a Mario 64 or even like a Bubsy 3D or anything. Yeah, uh, Banjo, all those sort of mascot platformers that you know, aside from Gex, we've seen 
and come back yeah. in some shape or form. I don't know how Bubsy got another life, but I guess cats <laughs> have several of those. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so yeah, this is like a, it's a weird game to sort of bring back now, right? Yeah. So I honestly think one was probably included for the nostalgia purpose of it, and because it'd be weird to have say, "Hey, Crash is back," but we forgot where he actually right. started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like it's understandable. And the thing about the remake to me is that they did a great job of visually and uh, the audio-wise mm-hmm. updating everything. Like, mm-hmm. It feels great. Like it looks beautiful. Yeah. The soundtrack. It's not the same soundtrack, so I know some people have misgivings about it. I think it sounds great. Mm-hmm. Do we know um, what happened with that? I think they they wanted to just modernize it and make it an HD soundtrack. So they re-recorded things, okay. and so they took some liberties with, I think, the instruments used, sort of the instrumentation, like mm. the actual... Because it wasn't like uh, a Vicarious Visions Tony Hawk thing where, like, everything was tied up in licensed music or anything. Yeah, right? no, there, it was all in a It wasn't like soundtrack. a Crash Bandicoot, Del the Funky Homo Sapiens. Yeah, so Crash <laughs> opened with him <laughs> sliding through the jungle to Ace of Spades. They yeah, yeah. That yeah, it was tough. So it yeah. never it happened. like a good game. Yeah, I'd play that game. Uh, no, what's interesting, though, yeah. is I interviewed these guys at E3 about it, and yeah. this isn't just... I think they were calling it like a remaster plus and people were like, it's not a remaster. You rebuilt it from the ground up. Be, yeah. Like be honest with yourself. They pretty much, they took Naughty Dog's original sort of geometry. Yeah. They had the wireframes. I spoke yeah. to them as well before E3. And, and then yeah. everything else, they just, they redid it. Yeah. You know, they completely rebuilt it. And I think there's something special and you see this with, um, what is it? Blue point who's doing shadow of the Colossus. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, vicarious visions has done, they've done modern crash games. Yeah. Like, they've made a bunch for like game boy advance and, and three, three and all that. Yeah. Whatever the hell it was. Uh, so they have obviously, experience with the character and with making these games but yeah. they don't want to step on Naughty Dog's feet you know they're not trying to like I think if it was given a Naughty Dog first of all they'd be like oh this again you know <laughs> yeah, but yeah. also mm-hmm. they'd probably want to go in and tweak it and you would have that George Lucas yeah. effect yeah which is what we saw last year with Ratchet and Clank and yeah. it was Insomniac doing it again mm-hmm. and it was that was more of a grounds up just a complete remake yeah. it was taking like the core premise of the original game and pretty much throwing everything out and being like hey we're creating a new game that just has that same story yeah right? and speaking of the Vicarious guys they were yeah some of them uh, one of the directors on the project I believe he worked on Crash Nitro Kart which is the yeah. sequel to Crash Team Racing mm-hmm. you have people who worked on the GBA games like everyone has been involved with the Crash Legacy and they wanted to honor the games that they loved that got them mm-hmm. into making games yeah. and so you have this carry through where yes in the first game crash can only jump and spin basically uh but once you get into two and three it still feels great like it was exactly what i wanted mm-hmm. when i played it was what i remembered yeah so how That's do you how do you review sort of a collection of games like this because i, I mean obviously a lot of these games hit at different points in, in people's childhood yeah there's that weird nostalgia factor that like people remember something better than it actually is sometimes yes yeah. but then the remake sort of Brings it to where you thought you remembered it? Yeah, so this this was probably actually the hardest review I had to do in just terms of figuring out where it falls on that spectrum of what sure. we're reviewing. And there is, I wrote a piece about it, so it's not like it's uh, non-disclosed, but I, I have a very sentimental attachment mm-hmm. to Crash. Uh, they were my mom who passed away, her favorite games. We would play them all the time together. And so I have very fond and extensive memories of playing Crash as a kid. Uh, so when I was able to put in the game Startup, Cortex Strikes Back, and it felt the same, I was like, okay, there's something here that works. Yeah, right. And it, it was sort of this blend of what they did bring back that does work and the visual and audio upgrade that they do is fantastic and I can't deny the work that went Mm -hmm. into that. Crash 1 is still not a great game and so it is that thing in the review where I'm like, hey, if you're picking up this and you've never played Crash, don't start with 1. Like, you're not going to have a good time and you're not going to get why so many people are excited about this. Do you feel that there's sort of like um, credence to the rumors that the the architecture that they built here, the new character models they've been built here, this entire everything coming together in synchronicity, do you think this is actually going to lead to a new Crash Bandicoot game? Like, officially? I I hope so. I mean, I think it is definitely, they saw the sort of groundswell of excitement about Crash especially, and I think Skylanders was the first dip into that pool to see whether or not. Mm -hmm. I think the whole team at Vicarious Visions would love to. Like, they made No Bones about like hey we would love to keep making crash games and i think this seems to be selling well there have been talks about sort of its sales in the uk that it was doing fantastic I saw that. The, uh, yeah it sold yeah. really well and there's so sort of like rumors of a dlc there's some like trophies that yeah so there's right? some trophies you can sort of see pop up that says like lost treasures and we don't know what that is so huh. clearly they've made some original stuff you think seems. with the success of mario kart on switch that maybe we'll see like crash team racing get like a i would overall? love that. I, oh man yeah. so the funniest thing about like in the lead up to the game releasing everyone was like hey is ctr a secret like part of this game because yeah. some of the trophies even hint at ctr yeah. things and mm-hmm. it was like oh this has got to be there and obviously we haven't found anything sure. but i think everyone would love that yeah. and crash yeah. team racing is one of yeah. the few like sort of uh nintendo mario sport imitators that yeah. actually was almost as good totally as yeah. traditional yeah. like there have been like there's sonic shuffle which was a, a party game there's been south park yeah. racing games sonic the all-stars racing all-stars racing, 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 racing was pretty yeah. good yeah. but like playstation all-stars was definitely a step below smash yeah. whereas yeah. like ctr totally. could hold its own was as close as it, especially I, of like n64 era. of that era yeah, yeah. I, th- I think when you talk to people within a seven-year radius of our general age group at this table it comes down to mario karts crash team racing or 
or Donkey Kong or Diddy Kong Racing yes. as yeah. people's like favorite kart racer of, of all time. Yeah. Yeah. And we've seen Mario Kart come back uh, in several times. Diddy yeah. Kong came back on Diddy the Kong DS. came back on the yeah. DS, but they completely like borked it and added a bunch it was, of yeah. screen stuff. Yeah. So I think it like I think Crash could do really well running off these assets. Yes. You know, yeah. a, mo- a sort of modified version of this engine, obviously. And learning from all the stuff Nintendo's done since then. Like, yeah. Up, up through Mario Kart 8. Yeah. I think you could make a gorgeous kart racer on oh, the PS4. Oh, 100%. And you're the thing also, is, you're missing that on PlayStation. Yeah, you know? and I, I don't want them to. The thing about it is I think these first three Crash games are probably the best examples of the franchise. Yeah. I don't want them going to... Uh, Wrath of Cortex, which is the fourth game, yeah. it's not great. Yeah. Uh, and some of the later ones have Insanity. Yeah. Twin Sanity. Yeah, like they it, have once some... it was Activision who was handling. Yeah, it. it's like there's one. There's a there's a Crash and Spyro crossover. Yes, they're yeah. GBA purple, games. Purple and orange. Yeah, which was Vicarious Visions. Yeah, that uh, obviously everyone's kind of. Uh, hankering for Spyro. I would yeah. love a Spyro trilogy remaster. Yeah. Uh, like, Ripto's Rage is also, in the way that I love Cort- uh, Cortex Strikes Back and Warped, uh, Ripto's Rage is, like, one of those games that define yeah. my childhood. Yeah. And I, I think it's really cool that we're in this era now where not only do we have nostalgia for these things, but there are also developers that do, too. Yeah. yeah. And they realize it's the right time to bring something like that back. Like, when you look at the, sort of the pantheon of 3D mascot characters, you never really would have thought the ones that are still around today would be the ones that are still around today. And yet we still see them here and there. I mean, even we saw Banjo in the Rare Collection. Yeah, in Rare Replay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and on PlayStation specifically, you don't get a ton of 3D platforming games. I mean, we got Ratchet, but that was a little more shootery. It's more actiony. Yeah. yeah. Sly um, is, hasn't been around in the last, like, five years. Yeah, Obviously, and Jack I mean, and Daxter, yeah. to yeah. the extent yeah. that it was. Sure. And we had, you know, for a little while there, the Mod Nation Racer franchise. Yeah. Which was oh, something, yeah. yeah, which was, like, kind of scratched the itch for me, and I really liked the um sort of, like, you know, create your own level thing. Mario Kart wasn't doing anything like yeah. that. Yeah. And still hasn't been. Um, but I think it's totally time for was, CTR to return. Yeah, the yeah. big planet karting, karting which yeah. wasn't great. Yeah, yeah. I wish they would just do like uncarted and the last of bus. Yeah. The last <laughs> of <laughs> bus. Yeah, I just want to see the rest Driving of the dogs. What about Horizon Zero Dawn? <laughs> <laughs> you mean Forza Horizon Zero Dawn? There we go. There we go. Uh, speaking of which, uh, changing the subject, Horizon Zero Dawn got a huge new patch. Yep. Um, this is cool. It adds new game plus, mm-hmm. which means yeah. that you get to relive the adventures of Aloy without losing your character progression and your collected inventory. Um, so yeah, you get to progress beyond a level cap of 50, but you can still collect XP during your adventure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just like, and it adds that it adds a super hard mode yeah. and it adds, uh, some different like, uh, face paint options and mm-hmm. stuff. It's uh, really cool. Two new yeah. trophies. Yeah, exactly. New trophies. Um, the super hard mode, uh, I should note is the only difficulty in the game that you cannot adjust once you're in it. So if you're in there and you're getting beat up, you're like 20 hours in, yeah. uh, oh, man. tough it out, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is cool as hell because we just got, obviously, if you're playing uh, you know, uh, Zelda on Switch, you just got the the Heroes Trials and stuff, which mm-hmm. also adds a big hard hard. Yeah. Yep, yep. It's this, crazy how the, the conversation was, yeah. around these games has been so it's close. Just continue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were like a week or two apart at launch, yeah. and now here they are again, or a couple weeks apart yeah. at launch. And here I, they are again. They're both getting story DLC yeah. sometime this yeah. fall, yeah. and then obviously they're both going to be you know front runners when we're yeah. talking about Game of the Year. Absolutely. It's great timing. I mean, yeah. I, th- I think you can, you can. To me, you can, you can call game of the year between these two right there. Yeah. I mean, I'm, just, I'm probably going to give it to Zelda. No, but... we're going to talk about one game later on that I finished. That I oh yeah, is the, the video game of the year. What's that? It has a talking cat, and Andrew likes it. All right. Well, that doesn't narrow it down much yeah. at all. Uh, no, this is this is really cool. Lights I like the time sweeper. I like that they're continuing to support Horizon. Uh, obviously, this is a huge new franchise for Sony. It's very important for them to have uh, kind of another tentpole action third-party franchise that opens the open world segment of things a lot more than uncharted does yeah. uh i adored this game i put like 55 hours in yeah. i don't necessarily know if i'll go back for a new game plus stuff but you never know like i have weird you know you wake up like on a sunday and you turn on your ps4 and like you, what do you want to play and you see that icon and all of a sudden 15 hours later you're in it yeah and yeah. you're doing it again um i had the same thing with zelda where i'm like i'm done with this game and i started the master mm-hmm. the master uh, mode and like three days later, I was like, "Oh God, I did it I again!" Did it all. Yeah, when I saw your yeah. tweet that you had gotten the Master Sword after that was out for a weekend, yeah. I was like, "How?" But like, yeah, yeah. Well, when you get sucked into something, you I, love, I think with open sense. world games, especially, yeah. there's like a comfort food to them. Yeah, and Horizon has that. Uh, I think the Horizon Loop is great. Oh, I, still so have, good. I still have to finish it. I got sidetracked just because of yeah, timing, sure. but I'm excited to step back and finish the game and probably dip into New Game Plus. Yeah, I, I really, really love. Um, I feel like there was a couple years there after Resident Evil Four and a bunch of other notable ones where New Game Plus was a thing that. It was like almost mandatory. Yeah. yeah. And then we moved away from it. Like it's not something that's very common anymore, especially yeah. for games like this. So to see this come back is awesome. Yeah. Um, the level cap thing doesn't mean anything to me because I think I hit that. 
I hit that pretty early on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just it's cool to have an excuse to go back and just fight harder dinosaurs yeah. and get ready for the fall. And to, yeah, I was about to say, and to sort of prepare you for Frozen Wilds. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny that you mentioned New Game Plus because uh, I finished Persona and then I jumped into Nier. Yeah. That was just mm-hmm. one of the games in my backlog that everyone who played it was like, this was awesome, but yeah. it just got lost. Yeah. And the, first off, that game is incredible. And second off, like I don't want to go into spoilers, but that game does some of the smartest stuff with the idea of New Game Plus right. of any game I've ever seen. And it's sort of like, it's almost like disingenuous to call it a New Game Plus, but like the game doesn't end when you beat it. Yeah, like you, I love that. If you quit yeah. after the first time, whatever, nine, ten hours into it, and you're like, I saw the ending, I'm done. It's like, I think no, one, you didn't finish that game. One of my favorite games to ever do that is Killer7 when you yes. beat it and well, start a new game. Killer 8. Uh, yeah. Just called yeah. Killer8. Yeah. It's like, what? Oh, this is a different game <laughs> like now. The sequel's yeah. in here. Yeah. Uh, one last note. Um, there are new trophies in this game. They don't affect your platinum if you got that already. They're just kind of like extra DLC bonus. Trophies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like That's extra a nice bonus approach. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of cool. Yeah, because that would have been weird if it would have like, all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, you don't have the platinum If they retroactively took it from you? Yeah. They already like emailed you the theme and everything that you want yeah like hey you need to send that back. we own that this now. is an email we need to send it back <laughs> also it's just a good excuse to go back into that game's photo mode because my god, oh god. is that game oh, pretty yeah. i've spent so, as much time in the photo yeah. mode as i have played Seriously. dude i read a really it funny is. thing the other day i think it, i forget where it was it was on a message board where a guy who was going around that game like screen capping everything and uh trying to pose so he his character wasn't in the shot and someone else was like you know there's a photo of it. <laughs> oh, no! Oops, oh, so sad. Oh, oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, no, that's really cool. I think also we're probably going to see, if not a price price drop, like a sale on uh, PlayStation Pro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this is a perfect game to demo that. And at the same time, there's also going to be tons of Game of the Year discussions later on. It's probably, I don't know if it's going to get a Game of the Year edition or what. but I would imagine. Yeah, it's kind, kind, yeah. kind of a bundled thing. But it, it, the timing was so good with that. And the fact that there's New Game Plus, I imagine a lot of people will be like, I want to go back. I want to go back to that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe you get like a 4K TV or whatever, and you're like, let me see what those dinosaurs look like when I can it's really see. Now, like it's sort of a slow two months for games. Yeah. Um, there's like a lull before. Uh, I think Destiny's probably the big first big fall game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. have two months to either go back and jump back into games you didn't finish, or just like I'm playing near because I never started it in the yeah. first place. Yeah. Horizon is still the best looking video game I've ever played, especially yep. yeah. in, in 4K with yeah. HDR. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've plugged this before. I get people so ask me this, but I have the it's the Samsung KS eight thousand is the TV that just like Horizon and that and that TV are just just match yeah. made in heaven. Yeah, that's the one a bunch of IGN people. Yeah, yeah, and we, we have, have one out the there. Too. Yeah, so I know a lot of people have asked us like even on unlocked and be like, hey, I'm gonna get an Xbox One just X. So head on down to Best Buy or come on down to the IGN offices and we'll give. Go to Circuit City. Yeah, don't yeah. go there. Go to no. Circuit City. It's the yeah. dead city. That old yeah. haunted <laughs> place. You get some cool skeleton masks. I was about to say that's a Halloween Express. I have a 30 inch CRT. Uh, I took a bunch of PS3 games and I hid them behind a shelf in the Circuit City in my in my town when it was about to go out of business because the prices kept dropping. Uh, and I went in on the last day and they're like, 80% off everything. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> prizes. Which I think is stealing, but does it count if they're already dead? Well, you know Who what? knows? Sound off in the comments below. Yeah, it's called Circuits. grave robbing. Right. You're, you're totally right. Ooh, there is yeah. a word for that. Yeah, and that's how but, mummies get you. Anyway, um, <laughs> oops. We got a bunch of news about uh, PS Now, which is, of course, the streaming service for, for PS4. Did I hear right? I think I read a news story about this like two weeks ago, but they basically pulled support for Vita and PS3? Vita, I believe. Vita, yeah, right. PS3 is still yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So now you can, but I mean, they're also leaning into having more PS4 stuff on there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, they officially yeah, so launched a lineup of something like 22 or 23 games in North America. Yeah. Kind of like twice as many in Europe. Yeah. yeah. Which is, yeah. first of all, that's a pretty huge disparity right there. But second of all, it's like kind of took you long enough, right? Like, yeah. yeah. And I was a little, like, again, I hate complaining because I'm like, you added something to a service and without charging us more. But at the same time, the lineup is kind of lackluster. Like, I was really hoping, I'm like, oh, this is great. You can put the order on there. And until Dawn and uh, Bloodborne and all Infamous. these like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead, it's like Killzone and then God of War three remastered, uh, Ultra Street Fighter four, Dark Siders two, like some cool indies like uh, Nidhog and Helldivers and Broken Age. But overall, I was just sort of like, you, sh- I don't know. I kind of wish they would have dug into those games that like they've been they've been around for three or four years. Like it's fine. Like I don't know. Put the Last of Us remastered. I, I think yeah. I'm totally with yeah. you. I think yeah. that the complete and utter sort of lack of like significant exclusive first party games directly from Sony on this yeah. list is is weirdly telling. Yeah. Um I think they'll get there and they'll get they'll get more eventually. Maybe they're doing sort of a like Nintendo virtual console thing or a yeah. Netflix approach yeah. where like things will trickle out over the time. Um if it also means a Netflix approach of things will disappear over time. We've seen that with licensing issues yeah. in the past. That's definitely that's happening with Game Pass, the yeah. uh, sort of Xbox the version Xbox. of this that yeah. just launched recently. Right. Where people yeah. look at the numbers and they're like, well we're paying, you know, Activision twenty five thousand dollars 
a month for this, and it's not we're not seeing that mm-hmm. on our yeah. back end. Uh, it's an interesting service too because they're streaming at 720p. Yeah. So it kind of begs the question, like, who is this for? Yeah. You know. Uh, I think the cool thing about it, obviously, if you've messed with PlayStation Now before, is that you can play these games on your PC, which yeah. there's something kind of novel about mm-hmm. that. Sure. Yeah. Um, like streams them on a TV. Like yeah. 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 Sony. Yeah. There's. I mean, there's some cool stuff there. Like if you have a PS4 in one room, or you have a subscription, uh, and you want to play in a different room in your house, like there's there's weird little yeah. like things you can do. Yeah. Twerks. As I yeah, works as, as what as one is wanted. Yeah, yeah. I don't use this, but I know like there's a bunch of people on a Facebook group that use it and swear mm-hmm. by it. Yeah, like, it, it makes a ton right. of sense for traveling if you don't want to lug your your PS4. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, exactly. same with remote play though. Uh, what I think is, I think it it feels so much like that that weird department at Sony that's more in line with like the like the Vita TV or the Xperia Play, where it's like kind of a half baked idea that they threw money at and it didn't quite pay off the way they wanted it to. And it right. seems like they're almost kind of withholding support because of that. Well, it feels like um, like it, like the first iteration of something, right? Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. usually the one that like us as a sort of guinea pigs go out there and test for 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 the people who make it. And then a couple of years later, someone will be using a version of this thing that's just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when we first heard about sort of this like cloud computing dream from Sony a couple years ago about like you won't even need a console we'll beam the game to you like why not buy a console yeah 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 it's like well you sold me a console but they're also like they're they're getting it there and it's there's been a couple cool instances of me being like oh they have Mega Man 9 I haven't played that game in a long time yeah and then I go to play it and I'm like oh that's great that's cool but then you go to find some of those games on the store and they're not there yeah and like sometimes I want I know like ownership isn't ownership when it's digital but it's nice to know that like I have that game even in my digital library Mm -hmm. so like there's a weird loss in translation things that happens between like physical games that you can't buy the actual physical copy for to run on your PS4 digital games that don't exist on the PS4 store and PS now games that you download as like 720p icons on your PlayStation yeah. 4, but you don't actually have downloaded. Like that's the other thing. It doesn't let you download these games. Unlike Microsoft, right? Which does yeah. let you download. So to me, I was like, Oh, this will be, a, this is a great service for people like in the military yeah. and stuff like that. People who with like kind of like, you know, a little more distant internet connections. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's actually the opposite of what yeah. they would, what they would benefit yeah. from in a situation like that. So I think, it still has some twerks to figure out. Stop, stop talking about some butt shakes. Yeah, but and they'll get there. You know, they'll yeah. get there. Sony has been twerking on it for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. And no, they have. Uh, ever since PS Now launched, like way back in the day, they have tweaked how the subscription like twerked. model work twerked. Yeah. Uh, whether it was the like the pricing or yeah. the, the structure of it all. So they've clearly been shown that they're willing to support it. This yeah. does feel though very much like a first half measure. Sure. Do you, think that, do you think that hurts the, the product, the fact that it is so kind of iterative and so like it like that they're like, here's this thing we've been working on. It's yeah. on you've got an icon for it on the store and it's they're kind of like I haven't paid attention to it because I checked it out when they did that first sort of demo trial period. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think you miss you miss the excitement I, of like redesigning a product every year like you do with like, you know, we've we've seen multiple different uh, PlayStation hardware revisions over the years. Yeah. From PS3 to the Vita, the, even the PS4, uh, there's a new iPhone every year, yeah. mm-hmm. new Android phones every year. But this this is just like an icon, and they're like, it's yeah. a little better. They can't really deliver it that message. Almost wouldn't surprise me if they just kind of put it back in the oven and it came back and they were like, hey, here's here's a new, it's PlayStation Cloud or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's something that's, first of all, I get it, make, like, what is it? There was, it was the home. There, yeah, I, you, PlayStation yeah. Now is just kind of like a. It's like HBO Now versus HBO Go. Go yeah, like I yeah. pay for one of those and I can't remember which one it is. Yeah. <laughs> that said, like if you have a couple bucks and you want to sign up for a month and burn through like an incredible backlog of like really yeah. cool games that you totally missed, um, this is a great service for that. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. have to throw out the fact that like you're not playing in HDR, 4K, mm-hmm. yeah. and all that junk. Yeah. But uh, it's in terms of catching up on a bunch of games, it's a it's a cool way to do. And something. there is a clear audience for it. Like I know on IGN, whenever we write about PS Now, it is very popular. Yeah. Like those stories always blow up. Yeah. And I think it is because it is a service that is not for us. Yeah, and it is for a larger readership. And mm-hmm. I almost feel like this would have been awesome. Like back when I was in school, and it was like you get three three months off for the summer. And I'm like, let's just get three months of this thing. Yeah. And I, like you said, I will yeah. burn through these games. I'll play these games for 10 hours a day and yeah. burn through like seven or eight things I want. Well, to because play. I think the business model for a lot of people who play video games, and I was there, I used to be there in the past, is you buy a game, you play it as much as you can, you trade it in, you buy a game, you play it as much as you can. I mean, this is like, that's the sort of like, that's what I did in college. Mm-hmm. That's what I did when I was broke. Yeah. And I was like working crappy jobs. Like you just do that. So if you can pay a subscription model or even like get a card for a free month and jump online and download a or you know, stream a bunch of games, not yep. download. There's no actual physical or digital ownership. Uh, I think it's a cool service. But, yeah, I'm excited to see this thing grow. It's very odd. Did we mention in Europe they have stuff like Tearaway, Heavy Rain, and Alienation, which yeah. are, you know, uh, 
cool, really cool games. games. Why yeah. aren't they here? You know, yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of weird. So yeah, I'm curious to see how often they add to this. Like, yeah, if this is if every month they add a dozen games. I think the yeah, their goal is definitely monthly updates. Yeah. But how much? We'll I think one of the questionable things we saw was like they launched the Uncharted games on there around the same time as the Uncharted Collection, which looked better on PS4. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. You get like weird mixed messaging. Like I imagine seeing the Crash games on there versus just playing them like in HD. Yeah, like, it wouldn't quite be the same. Yeah. Also, yeah. you're if you've got crappy internet, you're going to be dealing with lag. Uh, yep. And then it's like, oh, well, maybe you play a game that uh, leans more on on telling you a story. And then you're like, oh, I'm playing Heavy Rain in 720p, and that doesn't look great either. So it's yeah. kind of like, what's the ideal game for this? Yeah. Maybe Mega like, Man 9. Yes. <laughs> what could go wrong? Yeah. Uh, Battlefront 2 multiplayer beta on October 4th for Woo! people who pre-ordered it. Uh, so oh. that's like a... <laughs> we'll, get a we'll get around to doing that. <laughs> yeah. um, then there is a public beta on October 6th, which ends on October 9th. Uh, we'll be having more details at Gamescom, but uh, let's see. In addition to early beta access, pre-orders will also get bonus content, including Yoda's epic lightsaber mastery star card, yeah. which is only available while supplies last. I don't understand that. It's not a supply. It's not. It's a. It's, it's a JPEG. It is a, J- it is a yeah. JPEG and a value yeah. on a spreadsheet somewhere. <laughs> but the uh, the stuff you get is uh, you get the feed Galacticus. Uh, Assault map, which, which we saw played at E3. That, yeah, that was yeah. the big thing at E3. Um, and then you get a multiplayer Starfighter, uh, Starfighter Assault. Yeah, so that's the one we'll find out more about uh, Gamescom. at Gamescom next yeah. month. Mm-hmm. We'll go hands on with it. Um, and I, that's apparently going to be like their big space battle. Yeah, mm-hmm. which uh, you you may have missed, but they had those at the end of the last game in the Death Star DLC. Mm-hmm. They let you fly around in space. I think people just wanted a space a space battle where you space. could fly. space. <laughs> They wanted a, a space battle. <laughs> they wanted a space battle where you couldn't see the ground. Yeah. yeah. Like, that is a very specific thing. I totally get it. Uh, it sounds like they're really making that. My hope is that they really speed up the sort of ins and outs of getting into one of those matches. My biggest problem totally. with those with the space battles was getting right. shot space, was getting shot down in your X-Wing, <laughs> and then having to, like, do that just fuck. You know, just, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. It was you're like right. a, it was like a yeah. walk of shame. See, that's back that into is, the match where it's just like, yeah. I mean, one of the things that really won, won me over on on Battlefront was just the speed at which you got back in the game, yeah, totally yeah. shooting wise. And like, I've totally fallen in love with with Battlefield because they're also really good about that. Like, yeah. the respawn time is very short. You don't feel like you're being put on timeout. Yep. But flying back into space battles with that was like, or not space, whatever the the flying ones, whatever they're called. You'd be like, you'd get like an Atai interceptor where you're like. One of my powers is a boost. You'd use your boost, and you still wouldn't be back in the battle. You wait for it to recharge, and you're like, ah, now I can fight the other yeah. man. And it's just yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And the feed stuff we saw already looks awesome. It's that gorgeous planet, uh, yeah. the city on Naboo. Um, there'll be battle droids, and who else is in there? Did we see? I don't uh, know how couple, many heroes. Oh, uh, there, there were a couple of heroes. Yeah. There was uh, there was Boba Fett. There was Ray. There was Ray, Kylo, Ren. Kylo Ren. Yeah, yeah. I They've confirmed a bunch of Solo. heroes and. Uh, yes, possibly. And there was a, somebody has been digging through something and finding a list of heroes out there. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. dying to play this game. Yeah, uh, me too. I, think, I mean, we're just talking about how, like, the first Crash Bandicoot, not a great game, kind of, you know, built the foundation, set the groundwork. That's what the first Battlefront was, and they were trying to hit a very sweet sure. spot date of That's, yeah. coming out a month before the new Star Wars movie everyone's excited about. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I say this a lot. That game goes on sale on PlayStation all the time for, like, the full the full game with everything in it. Yeah. If you want something just quick to burn through, like, that's a fun one to just check out the maps and stuff like that. Uh, it usually goes for, like, 20 bucks or even cheaper. Yeah. Uh, if you want to play something before that game comes out, I have no idea how well those mechanics will carry over. Sure. Um, yeah. It seems like this is going to get a little more hardcore, but we'll see. Yeah. I think it's it, it's weird to call it hardcore because at this point, people who are still playing Battlefront 1 are, like, just way too good at it. Yeah. yeah. And they've got, like, all the cool hats that take just hours and hours to unlock. And the game isn't really – like, people say it's arcade I think it's more – it's just, like, kind of unforgiving. Like, it's very, like, if, if you get shot once, you are probably out, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. depending – I mean, obviously, you have health and you can go heal and stuff, but something like – uh, like like Battlefield, you know, you, you can go, you can get, there are medics, like there's healing and stuff. And there are mechanics they added in there, but it was kind of like, kind of just stripped down, you know? Yeah. Um, I can't believe we're getting a new Star Wars game in just a few months. I'm yeah, so damn yeah. excited we about that. We might, and uh, obviously we're going to hear more next month. Uh, they've confirmed at Gamescom, but uh, this weekend is uh, a show called D23, mm-hmm. which yeah. is just a Disney con that Disney yep. throws. Uh, and we know that there's a uh, games panel. Yeah. And so that's where we know uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, the new trailer. trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, maybe some more of Insomniac Spider-Man, some yeah. Marvel vs. Capcom, maybe some of this. Anything in the Disney family is on the table. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Sweet. we'll have more on that, uh, obviously, um, next week. The Muppets game. 
Ooh. Uh, there is a hmm. PS4. <laughs> no, I'm really excited about that. That sounds cool. Yeah. Is that real? No. No. no I great. hate you. Put your hat back on. <laughs> the Muppets and Frostbite being beautiful. Uh, so PS4 Pro patch is coming to Witcher 3. That's yeah. good news. Mm-hmm. One of the guys from CD Projekt Red said, Marcin Maman. We are working on it. I can confirm that we are working on both Xbox One X and PS4 Pro patches for The Witcher 3. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's the story. That's a that's a gorgeous game to begin with. Uh, if you've seen it running on PC and high end settings, that's obviously there's something there to do with that. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That's another one where like you can get for dirt cheap right now, and you'll uh-huh. you'll play for five thousand hours. Also has a new game plus. Uh, it's got two massive uh, story expansions. Pretty much their own games. One of them is yeah. one of them is just an entirely new map. It's this weird fairy tale world. You have to fight a bunch of like pumpkins coming out of the ground and stuff. Ooh, I don't like that. That's an awesome game. Um, my uh, my roommate Callie Plaguey, who works at GameSpot now, uh, is playing it right now, and I'm like, "Have you read the books?" And she's like, "No," and I'm like, "I'm getting the books." And I there's like the the first book. I'm just I'm very excited. Stop making the kids in your house read. They're, well, they like the games, soon, so. well, or do make them read. read, but stop making them read that. It's a fu- it's like fairy tales, Did but you know there's lots of drinking the, and banging. The Witcher Netflix, the Witcher coming to Netflix is still the biggest news story on IGN this year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It is the number one news story. Yeah. That huh. rules. Yeah. Um, this is old news to tell you when we were planning the show. Uh, the <laughs> GTA Five Alien mission was finally unlocked. There was all these weird yeah. kind of hints and cues about stuff that maybe wasn't there. Somebody figured out how to do that, just goofing around in the back end of that game. Yeah, yeah while in GTA Online. Yeah, were, right. That's yeah. what people were hoping it was in the main game, but in, sort of everything that people are doing now is in online, online. which just mm-hmm. has the longest tail ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but basically there's this whole mission where you go and there's a downed spaceship and there's a bunch of dead cops everywhere and then these aliens come out and you have to fight them and you steal an alien egg and then you Ooh. run back home and What's you can What's going find on with the alien egg? So, I mean, if you play that game, there's all these, like, and I feel like Rockstar always likes to mess with their audience by putting, like, there's that that famous Easter egg, and I think GTA 3, where if you're on top of this building, that's mm. pretty much impossible to get to unless you're glitching it. It just says, you shouldn't be able to read this, and there's a sign there, or it's, like, like inside it. a building or something. Yeah. Um, I feel like this was, I, I don't know if we'll ever get the answer on this, but I feel like this could have been kind of the, just the, the tip of the iceberg for an undead nightmare type of expansion, like, just throwing a bunch of weird, like, like Roswell stuff in, in GTA right. 5 and being like, yeah, you get laser weapons. and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, I think people, anyone who's still holding out for story mode DLC in GTA 5 uh, shouldn't. Yeah, yeah that's it's not going to happen. That. There's yeah. an entire website dedicated to that. It's oh, just man. like, will is GTA 5 story DLC out is the yep. like, URL or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah it's, it's just, just no, no. It's not. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I think the focus is, is moving to Red Dead and you'll yeah. get your and story. And I mean, online there. has is literally its own entire giant massive game. Yeah. It has the yeah. weirdest stuff added to it. I'm, I'm consistently amazed at how, uh, how that has expanded in the directions it's yeah. gone. Like yeah. that weird like roller coaster micro machine stuff they added recently. Like I saw, I, I'll see a tweet every now and then from Rockstar. They're like, hey, here are the four yachts you can own. Yeah. I'm like, that like, rules. Here's a flying yeah. motorcycle. You're like, what? Yeah. added naval combat and Tron missions. Yeah. Like, why? Max and, Max and I did uh, a Let's Play at, of GTA Five at Rockstar Games in New York City with, like, a group of guys who uh, and girls who started a motorcycle Yeah, this is dude, uh, Dirty Worker, who's, like, he's just this... It's awesome. He's this dude with this, like, like thick Jersey accent who's just, like... Boston. Boston. Was it yes. Boston? I, I'm sorry. Northern Jersey. Oh, you gotta get that right, otherwise we end up in a fight with... Yeah, this. I know. <laughs> well, he's, anyway, he runs a biker gang. And he's like, it's it's so cool to have these people who are stri- they're straight up like role playing in GTA, and it's fascinating because that's set mostly in real life, yeah, you know. But yeah. it's kind of like, oh, I want to grind away and get like money, and I want to buy like a new shirt. And like, you know, you can do that in real life too. It's called a job. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Just though. get like a start driving Uber or whatever. But um, yeah, and some of them ride bikes in real life, but they're all into it in the game, and they have rules, and they're just yeah, and like and. You know, then Max and I show up and we're like shooting the cars and the bike. We're stupid, yeah. right? But like, I think there's something really cool here. There isn't a dedicated story mode, and this sounds like a cop out, but there are stories happening in this game every single yeah. day. You just have to know where to look. Yeah, yeah. What was going on with those shirts that they bought? I don't know. You got to buy shirts in that game. Interesting. They're yeah. expensive. Yeah, close. Um, Otherwise, you're a naked. Variations dude. of Max. Yeah, I mean, if you if you have honestly, I think if you if you get a PlayStation Four and you can only have one game, I'd be like, yeah, get GTA because it just keeps giving. Would yeah. you say that over The Witcher? Um, I mean, if you're like, you only get one game this generation, period. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, because it's a, it's a Los Angeles MMO. Your one Wait. game this generation is last generation's best <laughs> Sure. Yeah. No, seriously, there's a yeah. billion hours of stuff in there. So I mean, yeah. I was on the train the other day. I looked over and this dude has his phone out and he's just playing San Andreas. And I'm like, that's like a pretty huge testament to the, the lasting. Yeah, that this 50-year-old yeah. game. Yeah. I mean, yeah, GTA if 5 is over 70 million copies sold. Like, and, it, and GTA Online, I remember a while back they talked about how big it continues to get like month after month. And right. they were like, when, if Red Dead has something like this, like how are you going to have them competing? And they're like, we would probably have to at this rate manually decide 
to close down Jute Online. Like we don't have to worry about it shutting down yeah. because it won't. It, it will still be popular. Yeah, right. And I mean, there's undoubtedly microtransactions that are doing just fine for yeah. them. But I have also, a feeling like, like 20 years from now, people will be running their own servers for it sure. and stuff like yeah. that. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. So that's it's kind of cool to see. But also, like, I mean, with the alien mission stuff, I can't help but wonder: was like this was this something they were toying with, and they were like, "Eh, forget it, scrap it," or were they like, "This is a good Easter egg, aliens." Why not? Yeah, I wish there was more. Uh, I just wish there was more sort of like openness when it came to development yeah. and stuff like that. It's, I feel like it's a kind of story we'll hear about ten years from now. Rockstar is notoriously secret with everything sure. they do, yeah. but I would yeah, love man, like I an really, oral history of totally. This game was yeah, yeah. Uh, Marty, yeah, you beat Persona Five. I did it. I, you I finally feel, did it. I feel very good. Yeah, ninety hours. Ninety five. That's the most. Yeah. I've, that's the most time I put in a game in since maybe PS two. You gave up real dates to play fake dates? Yeah, real dates to Virtual play. Dates. Well, I don't think they were fake they dates. Were, I think no, for you they were real. Sorry. The time I spent with On, I think, was very important. Okay. Uh, I think this is a game that... Uh, I think this is the best turn-based JRPG since the Super Nintendo. Wow. And I think that if either you love turn-based RPGs or you've never played a turn-based RPG, I think this is an incredible game. Like, I would recommend this to almost anyone because I think it is the most stylish game of this generation. So what I'm... What I want to get to the bottom of is that you played this game for a little while and then you stopped for a long Cold time. Turkey. Yeah, yeah. And so, what was it that sort of dragged you right back in? I think it was finishing E3. Like yeah. it stopped just because I was so like I was working weekends. Uh, so you weren't burned out. The show. No, 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 uh, no. I think the reason I stopped was because I was two hours into a palace and I hadn't saved. And my PS4 froze. Right. And so I lost two hours okay. of progress. And it was sort of, to me, the low point of the game, which is what, like, was, it the, was it the first palace? No, it was, okay. uh, it was, a, it was a spaceship. Okay. Because that's one of the tougher things about video games. And this happens to me, and I'm very guilty of this because I play a lot of games, is I'll get like 10 or 15 hours into something mm-hmm. and then get distracted by something shiny. Yeah. And then I won't ever come back. Or when I do, I'm like, what I'm oh. I have a key I don't know who I'm it took to bring me, this to. It took me so long to remember like just the f- natural flow of the battle system. Mm. Yeah. Um but hopping back in yeah this is uh I think it's I think this is my favorite game of the year. As That's much awesome. as I love Zelda and as much as I'm excited for a ton of stuff uh, at the end of the year like I haven't felt this strongly about a game since I finished The Witness. I think uh, this is also a year and a half ago. This is the kind of game that is so so massive and so in depth that there's not going to be any stigma about going into it late. Yeah. I mean, there's a no, lot no, of huge totally. games yeah. out there right now, but I feel like if anybody who jumps in The Witcher 3 right now, I mean, no one's going to be like, what are you doing? Are you late to the party on that one? It's going to be like, oh, are you liking it? You yeah. know, like, Same as yeah. GTA 5. Yeah, exactly. Someone was to play like The Last of Us. Like, yeah. This is great. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Persona, like, I, I kind of noped out of there. Like, yeah. I, I didn't, not, not nope out. I just, I, I kind of hit a wall and then got distracted by something. Sure. But like, mm-hmm. that's the kind of weird, bittersweet like nature of our jobs mm-hmm. is we're supposed to kind of stay up to date with games. But yeah, at the same time, yeah. there are games like that that are massive time sinks. And yeah. Yeah. It's just also insane that like there's I put 95 hours in and there's so much of the game that I didn't know existed. Andrew's like, oh, how did how deep did you go in the fishing? And I'm like, there's fishing. <laughs> he's like, yeah, didn't you take so and so to the pond? And I'm like, no, I never went on a date with that character, so I never got to the pond, so I never got to fish. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. that's really odd. That's gonna be. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell my grandchildren he, on my deathbed that I wish I could have taken that girl to the pond and t- learned to fish. Well, yeah. see, the difference is that you'll have grandchildren. Well, you'll be pretty. And far Goldfarb gone will then. not. Pre- <laughs> He'll have fishing memories. <laughs> oh no! Oh come on, we're friends. <laughs> Sound off in the comments below. I love you, Goldie. <laughs> uh, and then we touched hands recently on this show, this very show. And oh, yeah. uh, that's not how grandchildren happen. <laughs> <laughs> All of your children are grand. I think they're lovely, lovely kids. That's how grandchildren stop. Uh, Visiting, <laughs> but now you're playing a uh, near auto. Auto. Do we decide on automata? The, uh, automata. Yeah. Yeah. Automata. Uh, 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 yeah. Anything you automata. want. Near uh, <laughs> has a near has a rough first forty five minutes, but once it opens up, the combat is incredible. It's it's you know it's platinum, and so it's incredible combat. Uh, combat. Super charming characters. Uh, awesome side quests, and then once you get into the meat meat and potatoes of the story and how it relates to New Game Plus and stuff like that, like it is. One of the most interesting things I've played in a very long time. Huh. So you know, it's a it's a hard one to describe, right? Yeah, because like it goes from top down shooter like R type to button mashy, you know, crazy combo based uh, like Bayonetta to open world fetch questy stuff to crazy boss fights. It's really I don't know, just a whole mess of stuff. I really appreciate that you are able to, to sort of find time for games that many i mean uh, there's this like sort of impetus in this industry to move on from sure, things yeah inhale the next thing and you know like max does the opposite thing where he'll like he'll be like i watched the, like the mummy 2 over the weekend <laughs> <laughs> what time is it like finite no but like yeah, martin yeah. Mar- Mar- the fact that you went back to two games that were earlier this year yeah. that were really like 
really well, sort of well, well received, yeah, well yeah, received, well received. And then I think we'll come up with game of the year yep. conversations at the beginning. Totally. I, I think it's important because I don't want game of the year to be like Zelda, Zelda, got it, yeah, got it, exactly. bye. Yeah, like that's boring. Um, you know? Yeah, and it's only like I mentioned before, it's only because we are in a bit of a lull. Like once September mm-hmm. rolls around, like I'm not going to be able to do that mm-hmm. the rest of the year because I'm going to yeah. have to play uh, Evil Within. I'm going to have to play Destiny. I'm going to have to play Wolfenstein and Mario. And yeah, and, I mean that's I like how I'm saying I'm going to have to play all of these. What a, it's, what a a good, it's a good it's problem a to have. Awesome. Yeah. Problem. Yeah, uh, I'm really happy that Red Dead got pushed for that yep. very reason. Yeah, that's a game I want. I'm, everything else kind of gets cleared out of the way, and I'm like, all right, let's do this. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, like I. W- <laughs> so getting into near, like, did it just did it grab you, or were you playing this like I have to play this because I'm curious about it? Uh, it was mostly like Mitch, who used to work here, like recommended to me. He was like, hey, this does some of the most interesting story stuff I've ever seen huh. in the game. Like, get through it, get to the new game plus stuff, and then we'll talk. Is and this, I just trust him. Is with the stories the mm-hmm. story? Weeaboo gibberish, or is it like? Uh, I mean, <laughs> a little bit, not not too much. Like it, it's sort of like, hey, you're in the future, and these uh, aliens created robots, but then the humans created androids, and you're an android fighting off the robots. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I get this. I hear, I hear a lot this idea that like this notion of like get through the first hour, sure. get through the fi- first five hours. Like, what's how, how do you sort of like compel people to do that? Because I know you know again, time is finite. Sure. Like I, for a game like that, are you're you're saying it's like forty five minutes, not that great, and then you get through it. Because I've heard with Persona a bunch of times. Sure. I really want to start that game, and people who are all I keep hearing from people is either oh you're gonna love that game because it's like this awesome love letter to the Japan. Japan. Yeah. Uh, and I also hear from people like you're gonna hate it. It's like anime garbage. Yeah. It's mostly it's getting to like not enough games. Step. F- you know, their first foot forward as the game's mission statement. Right. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing is Nier has this opening 45 minutes. That's not really what the game is. And then once you get past that, you get into sort of the open world and you're like, oh, this is what Nier is. Um, same thing with Persona. While it's teaching you everything, you don't have the freedom of how am I going to spend my day mm, and my night. Right. Um, whereas I feel like a game like Breath of the Wild, right from the get go, is like, this is what the game's about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like you're running around the Great Plateau and you're like, this is, no, this is the game. And then when you get off the Great Plateau, it's like, all right, go. Like yeah, like yeah. ninety hours into that game, you're still like, my thing broke. I need a new thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's I should walk over there and explore. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm I'm still playing Yakuza Zero, and that's like I love that game. Uh, I'm still like unearthing new mechanics and new elements, and they're mm-hmm. like, like you get I don't know twenty hours into that, and they're like, here's the other man in the icon for the game. And I'm like, are you kidding me? There's another dude you <laughs> yeah. play as, and yeah. then they're like, uh, forty hours later, you're like, you are now a realtor. Yep. Sell some houses. And I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> Um, that's the best. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I found myself like also. I think it's a testament to this good lo- localization. But yeah. like Persona Five, like I kind of took a leap of faith with that, and I knew that everyone's like, "This is the this is the coolest thing. This is the best Persona rules." I kind of skipped over the four, and then I jumped in there. And the second I was like, "Oh, this is incredibly charming, well written, and well translated and localized." And like, I don't know, it's I don't know, it's like maybe it's if you're if you're eating a food you don't particularly like, but you have it really well prepared, you're like, "I get the, I understand sure. the hype. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Right. That's a good right. way to put that. So. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. We got some new PlayStation Plus Ooh. this week. Not a lot, but uh, one of them's very cool. There's yeah. That's You, which yeah. is a place. It's free plus, and it's it's like a Jackbox party pack. But yeah, yeah. you play this a bit? Or? Yeah, I got to play this. Super, I played you it. Also. Play I wasn't yeah. with them. I played okay. separately in the office. Yeah, people. it's uh, and so it's a game, it's free for PlayStation Plus. So just download it right now. Uh, it is a party social game where everyone's you use your phone as a controller okay uh and so the whole thing is it asks a question and you pretty much have to write down an answer or write down who would be the most the, the person you're playing with most likely to whatever this question is yeah and the game is so dependent but so good if you get a group of really tight friends who are totally fine with making fun of each other yeah like i was playing with five very close friends in the office so it was all us mocking each other yeah. and, and but like in a good natured way and so one of the questions was who would be the most likely to have uh, just like a panic attack at the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve like who would have an anxiety attack <laughs> and well no. the group was a bunch of us and me me myself included put me and, and everyone so, did it yeah. was so everyone gets points it was like obviously yeah, yeah. Of yeah. that's You're awesome like, basically palette swap gold farb so yeah. how does it different. how does it scale to like two players three players four players five like it playing the more people you have, the more fun the it's going to be, yeah. just because the more variables you're going to have. I which think is four to six is like yeah, the sweet spot. Yeah, is the sweet it. spot. Yeah. Um, and it has really interesting questions. It does smart things with drawing and with uh, use of the camera. Yeah. Um, that's that's one thing I really like about it. Uh, Jackbox Party Pack doesn't do any camera stuff. Sure. It's just, just yeah. like typing and drawing. What is the camera stuff with this? Uh, so the camera is, like, you, you take a picture of your avatar, which is just your face, but there's yeah. also things like uh, so-and-so... The whole round is going to be based upon this person taking a pose. Yeah. So you take a picture of someone taking a pose, and then it's you drawing 
Yeah. So it's like they're a wizard. So you take a picture of someone, and then everyone does their job of drawing on the picture of like what the wizard would look like. Yeah, what ours could possibly was, go wrong. Yeah. Ours was someone having food poisoning, so you can oh, drop everyone. Yeah. But then otherwise, it would be like, hey, everyone, take a picture that looks like this person's picture. And one of our friends, she was just acting like a grandmother who doesn't know how the phone works, so it's like close to her nose. Yeah. It's just awful. Like you can still mess around with it. Yeah. And awesome. in the end, it's everyone has to choose what they think is the best answer. Right. So you're also judging your friends. And on it's it. free, so yeah, it's free. Go get yeah. It. Um, yeah, this is the yeah. first of sort of the the uh, hand. Full of Play Playlink link games, which yeah. were announced. That's also uh, yeah, yeah. And this is great, and it's also uh, a lot of the jokes were written by a uh, friend of the show and of IGN, Mike Drucker. Yeah, who's a super funny man. I think his new special is on CISO. If you subscribe that, uh, you can very, very audibly hear Greg Miller and I in the front row just laughing hysterically. We've, oh, was that the one we went to? Yeah. We, oh, were you there too? Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, you're, you, the okay. three of us have three of the most like <laughs> iconic laughs. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, me, oh, and Greg. So uh, yeah, it's, listen to that. It's Fozzie rules. Bear. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I also wanted to give a quick right? shout out to a game um, launching on PS4 this week called Mr. Shifty. It's been out for a minute on Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been described as sort of Nightcrawler meets Hotline Miami. It's Night kind of Crawler reductive. Nightcrawler the superhero, this, not yeah, the Jake Not Jake the Jake movie where he, he like goes to car crashes or whatever. <laughs> um, I really dig this game. It's top-down, uh, the action-heavy game where this guy in a blue trench coat and a red hat busts into this tower to take out floor after floor of just like goofy, stupid henchmen who all have like crazy sci-fi weapons yeah. and stuff like that. And you can sort of like leap, jump through space and time to break through walls and through areas and kill people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you get the flow of combat going, it's just like just really, really, really cathartic. Yeah. Like you can just sort of bust through a room, do like seven or eight leaps, eight, kill nine people in a row, and then the elevator dings and you get in the next yeah, game. Like right. you feel yeah. awesome. So yeah, like that game, I had my eye on it, but I never actually jumped on it on Switch. I feel yeah. like playing it. If I if I dig it on, on PlayStation, I'll probably just buy it for Switch. And then no, yeah, for I sure. I it on my toilet. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why did you uh, say toilet like that? I don't know, because it was... Fun, it. fun yeah. exciting Remote time to play say. it on your Vita. Though. Yeah, and also, um, Life is Strange is on uh, PlayStation Plus this month. In case you missed that, that. right? Yeah, uh, it was. Oh, that was yeah, last it month. Was the last one. Now, well, when we would have what recorded. What year this. is it? Yes, when it. But What's it the, what was, was the big one? This? Uh, until dawn. Uh, until oh yeah. yeah. I'm okay. sorry. Get I that. get those confused. Which is definitely awesome. They're very, very similar. similar. Yeah, kind of. Toys based. A little bit. Yeah. Teens that might die. We have a special segment on this show we like to do. It's called What VR Playing. It is about. The number uh, uh, one, two, three, four, five virtual reality segment. Um, a handful of VR things popped up for PlayStation VR. Uh, Arizona Sunshine is one of the first kind of like sort of big games to come out in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Not great. Uh, uh, Ryan, you and I both played this a bit. It is a it is a zombie fighting VR game that's refreshingly in beautiful Arizona Sunshine, as the title would suggest. Yeah. Um, it is so. This was a this was an Oculus Touch game um, focused a lot on the sort of like dual hand combat of mm-hmm. having two guns. Uh, ported over to PS4, obviously you don't have those same control options. So you don't sort of the idiosyncrasies of that are lost when you have move controllers. But I got to try this with the Farpoint VR mm-hmm. or the VR Aim gun, and uh, that works fundamentally. They designed the game around sort of dual-handed weaponry, right? Like shotguns and, you know, assault rifles and stuff like that. Um, but I I feel like the game itself is is sort of missing the polish that I found in, in Farpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like, mechanically the aiming feels good, but actually traversing the environments doesn't feel as good as Farpoint does. You have multiple options of uh, control comfort, which you have to do from the main menu. You can't do in-game, which I found a little cumbersome. Oh, really? Yeah. Because um, there's a lot of, like, it, you get into, like, the, the twerking of it all, and you, you're you like, oh, this isn't working for me. I want to I want to change that right now, and you can't. You have to back out and go back in. Um, I feel like it's just sort of missing... It's missing the level of polish I was hoping for something of, of its nature. Like, the sound design feels a little flat. The uh, animation is just sort of lackluster. The VO is cool, but it's it doesn't really mesh well with everything else. Yeah. And I found the level design to be kind of cumbersome, like actually navigating around uh, cars and areas. Um, mm-hmm. It's it, it's just sort of, it feels, there's a lot of, like, invisible walls. It feels like a cool idea for the zombie franchise in terms of, like, making a first-person shooter that's almost predominantly outdoors in, like, a beautiful, bright, brightly colored t- cowboy town desert. Yeah. It also makes it, I think, more accessible as a VR game because if it was, like, here's gritty, actual dark zombie stuff, it would be kind of uncomfortable and just, yeah. you know, I feel like dark stuff doesn't work so great in VR. It's, scary? 
I, I didn't was that, know. Not really. Yeah. I didn't find it scary at all. Yeah, honestly, it's, it's more like have fun shooting stuff with guns. Sure. Um, what's really weird though is it's I think meant to be played because it was made for Oculus Touch. It's you, you need the, the two move controllers. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, it is one of the few games that does support the VR aim controller, and so that's the first thing I tried it out with. Yeah, uh, there are parts where you have to like open doors or turn winches, and it doesn't really tell you. It doesn't really. I don't think adjust the way the the controls work for the, the VR aim to make it function. Like yeah. It's actually yeah. broken because you're like, you're supposed to use like one hand to like turn a crank. Yeah. Uh, but if that controller is the one that's like the front of the gun, then yeah. you have to do this weird thing where you're like doing that. <laughs> and even then it doesn't really work. Yeah. Um, Kind of, kind of like disappointing in that sense. Also, like there are things that are oddly obtuse. Like I, I guess going to the menu. There's also a horde mode which I didn't screw around with. Uh, I really want to like it, but even down to just like the, I, I don't know, like the, the the shooting doesn't feel like super punchy. Like it's yeah. Kinda, that's I think I think I was looking for more of like an oomph when just yeah. like nailing a zombie in the head and watching yeah. its head explode. Um, I don't know if I wanted more gore or a better sound effect or just a just something that felt like it was bringing it all together better. I'm with you in that like. Um, the very simple actions like opening doors like the kind of things like we talk about psvr is really cool in that it gives you like i can pick up this piece of paper and it's interesting like in yeah. batman you flip over a clipboard and you're like that feels cool yeah um it has the opposite approach when it's more difficult to do something that has a basic yeah. uh function reg- with regular controls and There's, so like pointing yeah. at a car door with like a dual-handed gun to open it um just felt a little off and, and it's i don't like a know weird thing where you try to like if you try to walk through the door it doesn't let you do that until you sh- like you can shut the door through yourself but you can't walk through it so you do this awkward like trying to shut the door and then move around it and yeah just certain things and i don't know it, it gets it gets sort of confusing especially with the aim controller playing it otherwise it's not like it's not super terrible it's, it is it is kind of a letdown though it feels like like maybe it, it could have actually benefited from being on rails a bit. I totally agree. Yeah, um, like the I moving t- is just also zombies will come at you. There's no, I don't think there's any melee option. Well, I actually enjoyed um, the Rush of Blood until mm-hmm. dawn game for that very reason. And a lot of people dinged it because it was on rails. And I'm like, yeah, this is not trying to replicate the until dawn console yeah, experience sure, that yeah. you know already. Um, but it is doing something that's sort of fun. Like you put on your 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 funny future hat. And you go and on you a ride and you're roller coaster, you know. Things, yeah. And this was more like I found myself fighting against the environment and the controls sure. mm-hmm. uh, more than actually enjoying it, which is kind of a bummer. But I kind of just I would sort of love a game that is this level of like kind of simplicity. It's like oh, it's zombies, you're in the desert, whatever. Uh, there are all these objects you could pick up, and they don't really do anything. Yeah, I was kind of hoping like you you find uh, like a, a thing of like carb cleaner. And I was like, can I shoot this and it'll explode? And I don't think that's the case. Like maybe you can. I just wasn't hitting it. Yeah. There, there's a basketball you can throw, and I was like, can I distract the zombie? and they don't really care yeah so let me just get like some basketballs to distract the zombies i think that's a fun time yeah. some basketball bombs one day they'll make you a, want a very different video game, a yeah. game where you can distract the zombies with this basketball yeah <laughs> it sounds like a good game um another thing that came out is the free psvr spider-man homecoming yeah experience Thing. whatever yeah. it is like 10 minutes it's t- it's so stupid it's like so it's so like i think they were planning something much more ambitious and they had to like call it a day i compared it to a rob liefeld drawing and that they spent like like it starts out you're on this rooftop and you basically have your web shooters and you put on your mask and Jennifer Connelly's in your ear being like oh time to shoot your webs or whatever. If you've seen Spider-Man: Homecoming, that makes a lot more sense. Um, but basically, yeah, if you if you just have to shoot a bunch of like balloons everywhere and it's like kind of this fun little shooting gallery thing, and then they're like oh no, there's been a weird thing over there. You better go check it out. And they're like better head up to that crane there. And I'm like oh it's gonna be some fun, exciting swinging and it's gonna get me the butterflies in my tummy. Mm. And then it just kind of like warps you up there and you're like oh. Yeah, fine. This it definitely. I mean, it's free, so I don't want to complain too much. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Like it just felt so much like a half baked version of Arkham. It does. Yeah. It does have it's, weird. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. I finally jumped on Arkham too, and there's some hilarious similarities there. Yeah, yeah. Like the fact that they're like, put on your mask. You and it's, it on. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I did find it was fun when you could uh, shoot out the web and hold onto an object and throw it. That's really. Like, awesome. I think that works super I agree. well. I was like, yeah, I, I wish enjoyed this that part better because that worked so well. Yeah, I did. I, I hated that they missed the opportunity to actually be swinging on the crane. Or so yeah. though I did get vertigo when I looked down. And right. So, so there's often, a, I almost I've did. talked about this before. There's a game on the store called Windlands that is right. a yeah. sort of like rope launching platforming game. I know. Uh, and it lets you like sort of traverse incredibly high environments to find collectibles and then jump down. And that gave me like serious like pit in my gut. Yeah. Like, just like not in my stomach. Like it's. 
it's I think it's I think they designed this Spider-Man Homecoming VR experience thing around the fact that the average person would get would like, supremely nauseous yeah. trying anything that's even remote. It's like it's that's the good, idea of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know I, really, I want it. Yeah, you know you want it, and the second you're actually doing it, you're like, oh god. I mean, yeah. that's the whole like, thing is like Spider-Man Insomniac. Like, yeah, take yeah. That and deal but uh, but uh, yeah, uh, but that's not like first person. Yeah, yeah. like for that, No one wants to swing like Spider-Man. That sounds scary. Yeah. it's honestly like a pretty huge disappointing that they they, the movie. they built as much of this as they did and then just left it there. Like the Vulture shows up and spoilers, you don't actually fight him. Like he yells at you and then and it hurts your crane and then you have to fix the crane yeah, and then it's yeah. like the end. And I, like that's what the film's about, Michael Keaton hurting your crane. Yeah. It does feel weird. It's like when they like they build a really cool set for a show that only airs once or something, or it's like a yeah. play. Like they the whoever made this game built all of these assets. They basically built like the start of a video game and then it just stops. Yeah. yeah. Like it's very odd. It's it's not bad either. It's just, it felt, it's just it feels like, like I mean it's free. It's but that is boring. free. Yeah. Like these, th- I, I'm I'm totally down with big summer blockbusters. All have because there was the Dunkirk. The, there was like a Dunkirk. There's one, one for the Martian. Yeah. There was one for the Martian. The Martian one cost money though, right? Okay. Yeah, and it wasn't good. Bucks. Yeah, so yeah. it's like just if these are going to be ostensibly, and you can plant potatoes at home for free. You, yeah, you can. That's true. You I can, go out in my yard all the time. You can abandon your friends for no money at all. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. We've been saying for a long time we want smaller experiences on the store. I think the difference between something like this and Batman is that Batman has a sort of narrative conclusion sure. to it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you finished it yet, but uh, yeah. it's. It, I won't spoil anything. Yeah. It tells a story, and that story ends. Well, I also think... Sorry. Yeah. Oh. I also think it nails the you becoming Batman yes. better than the Spider... Like, the Spider-Man one, I was... the controllers weren't actually getting it correctly and then suddenly I was just Spider-Man where uh-huh. it's like they make you put on the the cowl and each glove and you take the belt and like it, there's so many parts of it mm-hmm. as Batman and I remember pl- playing it at E3 and I'm like I'm Batman. Like, yeah, 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 totally. It it, like everyone thing. has like a stupid grin on their face. Yeah. This feels like a demo you would have gotten with like PlayStation Magazine back in yes, the day yeah. Yeah. and you would have been like oh well I understand why they cut that off because there's a 20 hour version of that game yeah. coming out this fall and it's like no, nope, like that's... if Tony Hawk was just the warehouse yeah. level and you're like well <laughs> I mean, it. also key difference with Arkham aside from it being a full price game is yeah. that they had those assets already yeah like they had i mean and I, same deal with like with kind of with battlefront they have like they have the guts of it and i i kind of it kind of makes me want like oh like can insomniac do something like this for to go along with spider-man totally just to be like hey like let's screw around with that you know mm-hmm. maybe yeah. it's just a it's just a little around whatever peter's apartment is yeah it'd be yeah. cool you get um, out of there. Yeah. <laughs> you're no, not a child in this in the insomniac is man you can wander around i want to go talk to aunt may if you know what i'm talking about no, she's probably so does everyone in one. that movie. I want to go talk to Aunt May if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. You want to have sex with Bristol. All right, so I make grandkids for Goldie. <laughs> on the subject of PSVR, uh, we did Brapid Fire. We hopped over to our Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash group slash podcast beyond. Groups.com. Don't say that. Don't do that. Uh, Dusty Ricketts. Yeah. All right. Asks, what do you think the chances of Star Wars Battlefront 2 getting PSVR support, and what would you like that to be? High hmm. and pod racing. Not high as in like what? high. I think there's a high chance. Get high in a pod racer? I think yeah. there's a good chance that it's going to have PSVR support, and I would like pod racing. You want, we can shut the lights off in here, and this can be one of those like crime reveal shows where you admit <laughs> hey, <Marty>. things. <laughs> Pot racing. Pot racing. There we go. Yeah, Thank pot you. racing. There you go. Yeah, yeah I, I think pot racing would be cool. Episode <laughs> blunt. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, Any uh, other Star Wars thing? Yeah, no, that's it. That's all. No, I think honestly, so, yeah. yeah, like the um the the whole segment they had for for first Battlefront was very like I I mean you you were flying the thing, you were in the X-wing, it was cool, you're controlling it. I think I don't think they need that. I feel like this the speeder bike stuff. I, I just had, I was going to say I just want speeder bikes. Speeder bikes and yeah. pod racers, that's it. Just take some iconic vehicles and like throw me in there like me, or maybe, you know. Like whatever hell's going on with those uh in episode 8 in the, in the trailer with those like the paint planet where like all the paints flying up behind you or whatever no, it is or like the weird color crate. Yeah, is yeah, paint, the paint yeah. planet. Yeah, it looks like it was paint. Crate. It's paint. like dust. It's, oh, it, it looked like one of those like where people go on the you do the marathon, but they throw the chalk at you. Yeah, just yeah, like it, that. the color run planet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, just like Splatoon that. Planet. Uh, yeah. No, that that being said, we haven't heard anything about that. Uh, I I'm hoping like they're able to justify creating something like that because they didn't sell the last one. Sure. So it would be specifically based on download numbers. It did, um, and I'm sure you know Criterion and EA could actually look at. How many people interacted with it? How many people sure. downloaded yeah. it? How many people finished it? Um, it was only a few minutes, so if you didn't finish it, like what happened? But uh, <laughs> maybe you got sick. Yeah, how'd you get distracted? You literally had blinded blinders on. Yeah, yeah. and you just uh, check your phone. Well, going back to what we we're saying about Spider-Man: Homecoming, maybe they make a VR thing using assets from within Battlefront Two, and it's rolled into the cost of Episode Eight's marketing budget or something. Yeah, and it's yeah. a free yeah. download for people with VR, but it's also like 
you know, it looks like Battlefront, but it doesn't require you to own the game. I don't, I don't know how that works. Or but, yeah. Luke's mm. weird rock, rock island that he lives on now. Uh, this yeah. next question's a weird one. I think hopefully we'll have some answers for it. Jonathan Valdez asks, a couple months ago, I said I was playing Symphony of the Night, but didn't like the feeling of going back through, sorry, Symphony of the Night, but didn't like the feeling of going back and forth through areas, but loved the gameplay. I asked for suggestions for things similar, and you guys gave uh, me a bunch of suggestions that fit the... Th- that fit the things I didn't like about the game. So what are some games that play like Sympathy of the Night without the feeling of being lost? So let me break the this one down. Castlevania show? Y- yeah, yes, that's true. It's fairly linear. <laughs> Effectively, he's looking for a action platformer Castlevania Metroidvania game that has little emphasis on backtracking and sort of... It's not a Metroidvania. It's like a yeah. core tenet right. Metroidvania. So, so I'm trying yeah. to think. Oh, you're thinking... What I was thinking was platformer? like Super Castlevania Four. Or the original yeah. Castlevanias. Um, I think he's specifically looking for like action platforming games. It's a weird question. I got kind of lost in this one because to me, the backtracking um, is one of my favorite parts of those games. But he didn't like it. So. And like the best ones, like uh, Guacamelee and yeah. you know Symphony Ori, Ori, Super Metroid, yeah. Ori. About, that all um, has backtracking. What about Bionic Commando Rearmed? Is that a backtracking or is that like Ooh, that's, that's kind of an more, action platform? It's you got more, like a whip shaped thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think that's more level. I think that's more linear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking yeah. Shadow Complex, but that also yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah floor yeah i mean yeah it's just... i would say shovel knight is a good oh, yeah. one shovel knight doesn't have a ton of backtracking yeah. really um yeah. if not much at all and there's between all the campaigns there there's like three different campaigns that you can jump into and they have one more coming yeah and one yeah. more coming um that's they, insane that that game still has stuff coming. it's yeah. so crazy yeah. they signed some like amazing deal with the devil yeah to the kickstarter have to campaign. keep it yeah, yeah. yeah. that's it they pro- they promise and they're delivering yeah. so, so that's awesome. to see what they do next yeah, yeah. yacht club's awesome yeah. um Let's see, what else? This is a tough one. Like, I would say the Contra games, like, classic games like Castle Crashers are really fun. Yeah. Uh, in terms of, like, action games that are a lot more linear. Um, I'm trying to think. They're, like... Yeah, I'm playing a game right now called Mighty Gunvolt Burst that I really like. Okay. Like, the Mega Man ones are like that. Yeah. And even that has mild Metroidvania elements where, like, you collect something, you go back, play the level again, you're like, I can get that one up now. Yeah. You yeah. know, I jump was, on that dog's head. There yeah. was a game uh came out a couple of years ago, and it was called Dust and Elysian Tale. Oh, yeah. Oh, the one that yeah. was, like, all yeah. hand-drawn. I'm pretty sure, like, one dude did the whole thing. It has, like, a leans aesthetically a little bit towards furries yeah i wasn't crazy about a lot of it, but the furries. combat and the exploration i think are wonderful it's on yeah. it's on ios and i believe android if oh, really? you want if you oh, want to look oh, at oh, that. interesting what about those assassin's creed chronicles yeah like they're kind of they're not super great yeah. but they're also like they're not metroidvania either they're kind of mm-hmm. like 2d puzzles it's funny games. though all of the best yeah. games we've named those are the metroidvania ones, ones. yeah, yeah like i mean Symphony like, of the night and guacamelee and yeah. super metroid they all come back to that sort of core tenant of you collect uh, an item that lets you go back and explore an area that you haven't been to yet and i don't know yeah. i love that kind of stuff yeah yeah if not you basically just want to look up a list of the best action platforming games and go from yeah. there if you want something a little more run and gun or you want something that's a little more beat em up you yeah. know, yeah. And also, uh, oh, uh, Double Dragon Neon. That's a don't talk, don't talk to Mitch about that one. I don't. Which one? Oh yeah, he gave Mitch it a three point five or whatever. Yeah, I didn't like that game. I didn't like Double I Dragon mean, Four either. It's like a kind of goofy beat 'em up type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Beautiful Joe. That's my jam. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I'm also, you can play get that. Get a GameCube and play Beautiful <laughs> yeah. Joe. It's on PS2 uh, also. Yeah. Oh yeah. Duke yeah. Nukem Manhattan Project. Like I'm trying to think of stuff. I don't know what's available on like Vita or you know PS4. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, Alex Ball asks, with Spider-Man Homecoming being a success lately, I thought I would pose a question about the Spider-Man video game. With it being said that Spider-Man will be, quote, several times larger than Sunset Overdrive, what do you think a good size for an open-world Spider-Man game should be? Should it be Witcher 3 or Horizon Zero Dawn size and Naughty Dog explore everything in a kind of funnel linear path or something different? Personally, I would love a do-what-you-want-from-the-start-after-a-little-tutorial area like idea like Horizon Beyond. Yeah. I thought this was a really interesting question. Um, if they went block for block based on Manhattan... Uh, if you've seen the movie, there's a lot of time spent in Queens and other outer boroughs there where they go into the suburbs and stuff like that. I don't spoil anything. But like a block-for-block block recreation of Manhattan would be a huge, huge place yeah. to run around. But the difference between Spider-Man and pretty much any other open-world game is that when you get to the ground, you can't actually do all the things you would want to do because you can't just walk into like a store and be like, hey, it's me, Spider-Man. I want to buy some new clothes. Oh, man. Do you guys sell Spider-Man clothes? No? Yeah. Like you'd have to land, yeah. go in like a phone booth or whatever he does to hide, or, you know, glue his backpack to the wall and then become a teenager yeah. again. Yeah. So you're missing, you you miss that connection. Yeah. You know, so it's like when you look at like a like a GTA game where you can go anywhere in the city, you go into different shops and stuff like that. Uh, the infamous games, which like kind of close off a lot of the city in ter- in terms of doors you can go into. Um, this is a weird one because like you would want a really big city and you want a lot of places to go into, but 
Spider-Man is by nature a character who disguises himself yeah. from the public. Yeah. I kind of like the idea of him starting in like or starting. I mean, I know we're also talking about a thirty-year-old Spider-Man who's going to be living in Manhattan properly, but it'd yeah. be really cool to have kind of Queens as like a tutorial like starter area. Yeah. And then you branch out. Like maybe you, I don't know, buy a bus pass or get some tr- like new skill. Let's you slingshot across the bridge or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I don't know. Skill. Like a bus in pass. terms of, yeah, in terms of the scale of the game, yeah. I yeah. think, I think horizon was too big. Like, I think it was that, that game was just like, yeah. it's a really big game. Yeah. I would, uh, in terms of how the game is designed, I would love if it sort of takes a cue. Again, we uh, on every show we bring up Zelda. I'm sorry. But just in the way Zelda is, you can go wherever you want and you can t- uh, handle the Divine Beast in whatever order you want. It'd be cool if each neighborhood had its own different, like, cool. distinct storyline and ultimate bad guy at the end of it. And you could do them whenever you want. You can get halfway through the Mysterio one and move on to the Rhino one. That's, avoid a, the that's a great village. idea. Yeah, just yeah. avoid the West Village. But yeah, I think uh, when we saw it at E3, like, the extended Behind Closed Doors, which was the same demo, just played slightly mm-hmm. different, they talked about how... It is Manhattan. You are like on Manhattan Island. It's not going to be out in Queens yeah. and Brooklyn, uh, but it, it, and it won't be a one for one street by street recreation. Because that would be a bad video game. Yeah, yeah. but they will. Uh, they're like it's a grid. Yeah, boring. Yeah. They will be hitting obviously all the major landmarks, and I think they will be trying to structure it in the general direction of New York. And I, I think you can make that. I mean, Spider Man Two proved you can do a recreation enough of Manhattan that was yeah. 15 years ago yeah. so there is like a basis for a good you Manhattan you think there'll be a Statue of Liberty I was going to ask you think there'll be like the Avengers Tower oh totally I mean, cool. We don't know because like how? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, how does that fold into the, the movie yeah, one? It's not, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, think it's gonna be Stark Tower proper. I think it yeah. might, we might see like the Avengers Mansion or something. Because the old yeah. Spider-Man games didn't have that. Because that wasn't yeah. really a thing that mm. they wrote. No, in. when it was it, the Avengers were, but right? Yeah, right. it depends how much they want to dip into both the rest of Spider-Man lore and the rest of just the Marvel. That's universe. a really good. That's yeah. a really good question. I hope there's because just a place called Rhino Tower. That's where Rhino lives. Yeah, that's kind of on the nose or the horn. All right. I feel like there won't be only because there's the Avengers project going with Square. Yeah, and that would be. A separate, yeah. You probably wouldn't want to confuse people necessarily, yeah. but yeah. I also think people are smart enough that if there's an Avengers nod, they know it doesn't mean that game. Sure. I bring this game up every now and then, but I really like the uh, the Godfather video game. Right. Because mm-hmm. did you? Yeah. yeah, it was it was really cool. Um, they had basically crime gangs that took over different areas in the city. You crime could, gangs. You could take o- you could go like families would basically have dynasties in different regions yeah. of the city, and you would and you can't do this in Spider Man, maybe in reverse, but you could go in and extort local businessmen by like basically. Every every store in the game you could walk into, so it'd be like you a barber shop, stuff, yeah. and you just come in, you throw a guy against the wall, you start punching him in the face, and you're like, "I want two hundred dollars a week, or I'll kill your family." And they'd be like, "Oh God, all right, thanks." And then so you do that to like five uh, buildings on one block, and they'd be like, "Hey, dude, you run this block now." And you do that to like ten blocks in a row, they'd be like, "You have this whole neighborhood, and that crime family's really pissed off at you." Yeah. And so like, imagine doing that in reverse, like. You know, somebody like Shocker is like, I have this whole, I have like the out, outer, you know, like Upper East Side or something like that. Yeah. And you go up there, it's a weird neighborhood for him. Yeah. But you go up there and you like take over every day. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, I've won this back now. It's peaceful. Like, yeah. you might get some crimes pop up here and there. Scorpion but... just loves Lincoln Square and he's there yeah. all the time. Yeah. I know I could see it easily. I mean, not to, uh, there have been a lot of comparisons to Arkham, obviously, but I think in sort of the Arkham uh, city and asylum sense of yeah. like, this villain is this region. And yeah. the, for the lower level street criminals, that's a good way to integrate them. Yes, yeah. totally. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, if you're dying for an open world game set in New York with Marvel superheroes, Lego Marvel superheroes is it's super good. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, super fun one. it's also wonderful because it's all Lego. So it's kind of like, it's all cute and it's all kind of scaled down, but there's still like, there's still like New York landmarks. And then there's, you know, the Stark Tower. And then there's like, you go like 10 minutes outside of like New York and there's just, the X-Men mansion, mm-hmm. like yeah. the juggernauts like running around outside. And like, what are you doing, dude? Get out of here. Get off that lawn. Um, yeah, that's the show. That's Ooh. it. We did it all. Um, you can find us all on Twitter. I'm Max Scoville. Brian is Agent Bizzle. The hell are you? J.M. Dornbush. J.M. Dornbush. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a like a law firm or something. It's close. Or like a men's clothing. Like Joss. That's what I come from. Yeah. Lawyers and men's clothing. Men's clothing. Clothes. I can yeah. tell you're wearing men's clothing right you're now. You're going to like the way man. you sue people in our clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and Marty is, of course, better. Mick Biggity with two Gs and two Ts. Uh, head on over to our Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash group slash podcast beyond. Groups.com. Uh, groups.com. Yes, that's, that's the one. Uh, and, of course, uh, hit up our YouTube. It's youtube.com slash IGN beyond. Uh, and make some friends over there. Make some friends on the internet. What could go wrong? Murder. Anyway, uh, we'll be back next week with more fun for you guys. And uh, yeah, that's it. Good- goodbye. You have to say beyond. 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 Stop it. Beyond.